And I'm Alice Lennon. And this is Stalked. Indeed it is. We are joined in the studio today with a famous man on campus, Lucien Wadaly. Hello, hello, hello. How are you today, Lucien? I am fantastic. It is a beautiful day outside. Sometimes we bring people in and they're like out of their comfort zone being on the radio and stuff, but... You're a, you're an expert at this at this stage. Well, I suppose you could say that. That's <laughs> not to be immodest. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I've had my fair share of radio, done my fair share of radio work over the years. And how yeah. long have you been making podcasts for Lucian? Uh, I started making podcasts. I think the first time I made a podcast was probably 2008. Wow. Um, 2008 or 2009. Um, did some shows with my friends then when we were, you know, 11, 10, 11, 12. And uh, I've sort of been doing podcasts of some variety nonstop ever since, um, which which have led to just hundreds of hours of recordings of my voice that can be used to manipulate and, and make it sound like I'm saying terrible things, <laughs> if one wanted to do I'll that. I'll get working on that. You get working on that. Uh, probably the, the most iconic podcast of all time has to be the JL show. Oh no, what's the JL show, Gemma? Tell me more about the this. The JL show is a Jimmy and it started off as a Jimmy and Lucian show. No. You also No, incorrect. Jokes and laughs show, right? No. What? Okay, no. All all wrong. <laughs> wow, you, you oh no, wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, started off as the Jimmy and Luke show. Luke show. Jimmy and Luke show. Who's Luke? Me, I was Luke. Was that a bit? Yeah, we just like changed the names. We were like we were 13 and we were paranoid about using our real first names. So James <laughs> called himself Jimmy and I called myself Luke because it was kind of an anglicized version of Lucian. Wait, so, Jimmy's of. real name isn't Jimmy. No, it's James. But we call him Jimmy. No, yeah, on the show we called him Jimmy and we called me Luke. But I've met Jimmy, right? No, you've never met Jimmy. Oh my God. Jimmy and I aren't, aren't friends anymore. Like, oh, We're not really bad. in touch. Why? Wh- who do you th- when did you think you met Jimmy? At your birthday this year. Johnny. Johnny, oh my god, I didn't think it was Johnny. No, Johnny was on the podcast, but J- Jimmy is a different person. Jimmy is from Guatemala. You see, okay, Guatemala. you see, this is quite funny, because usually we have someone on the show who we don't know that well, but I know Lucien better than, like... Yeah, I was going to say that. Anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't know about the JL show. There's too much to know there, about There you, is, though. it's very, like, yeah. It that's was overwhelming to start talking to you. Usually it's just, like, a Facebook post or two, mm. but you have... Not just like one podcast. You have like to find online probably six or seven podcasts. Um, probably thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the JL show has two hundred and fifty episodes. Yeah. Not all of them are available on iTunes. Not all of them, but no. most of them are. That it ran from twenty twelve to twenty sixteen. Correct. It was mostly um, live from the school canteen, mm-hmm. but occasionally you bring it outside. You there was did some of. Your friends went to Switzerland, did they? Yeah, yeah, Without yeah. you? Michael, Shane, uh, our friend Kian, they all went to Switzerland and they recorded three episodes of, of the just podcast them. where you don't appear. That I, where I don't Those appear. Those are my three favorite episodes, actually. For most people's three favorite episodes. Yeah. Uh, you also went, you had a camping episode. Yeah. Several, uh, actually. Yeah. Uh, but I just clicked onto some random ones. So I clicked onto J119, uh, the yearbook. Okay, yeah, yeah. Me um, and Michael working away on the yearbook in the in the Mac Labs in our school, yeah. 
in Mac labs, you had Mac uh, labs. PC labs, PC yeah, labs. Yeah, you had computer, a computer. Computer lab, yeah. And it's so boring. You're yeah. just talking about re- whether or not images are transparent. Yeah, yeah. Change it to JPEG. Change it to JPEG. Like the purpose of... Uh, we did episodes of the, J- the Jimmy and Luke show not to produce good content. We did episodes of that show to get the episode numbers up. Like it was, a, it so was. You could say, yeah, I did a. The entire yes, the entire challenge we had targets. So by the end of like each Christmas and each end of school, because we didn't do it in the summer, we only did it during school time. So by the end of each like school year, we I always set a challenge that we had to hit like a like a quarter or a fifty. So we always had to hit. It was like episode one hundred had to be out by the end of third year. Episode wow. two hundred had to be out by the end of. Um, for fifth year, and then we had to get to 250 by the end of by the leaving search. So it was all based on just accumulating numbers of episodes. So some of the episodes are like 12 minutes, some of them are an hour and a half. Um, some of them are good, and some of them are like absolutely appalling. And it makes me feel better about stocks now. No, like stocks <laughs> isn't. There's never been an episode of stocks half as bad as the as the worst episodes of the Jimmy and Luke so show. So you were very quantity over quality. Quantity was absolutely the priority. What was that? Just to just to get the numbers up. I just wanted oh to yeah. have like loads of episodes and to be constantly publishing yeah. them. Like yeah. no one was listening to them. It was just like putting them up, and I do like a little cartoon picture for them, or I mm-hmm. do some sort of graphic for every episode. I I love listening to them though. Like, I'll never get through a whole episode. But, but if you didn't know me and my friends, you wouldn't oh, enjoy it at no, all. Like, at yeah, all. yeah, I like to just see like a snippet because usually when you meet someone in college, you'll never actually know what they sounded like in exactly Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, well, but you so can they you, were exactly you can hear, but you can hear my voice breaking on the show. Like if you listen to one of the first twenty episodes, <laughs> I have the voice of a small child, and then one day suddenly I talk like this. Yeah, you sound the same in most of them. I don't. I don't think the earliest ones where you talk about child are available. I uh, I have them though. I'll send you some. But I should have um, given you some today. On the yearbook episode, the first six minutes is you just cursing someone for touching the thing, and six minutes touching the, the recorder. Yeah, in six minutes the episode <laughs> is gone. You also talked about going to the dentist and how you're talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> a voice you still do to this day. Yes. And you talked about doing a whole podcast. Which one? Just this, this voice here. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got um, You'd also. Okay, so a big thing mm. on the JL show mm-hmm. was probably your greatest achievement to date Beware the Horror Ghost. Yes. Not entirely linked to the JL show. It's an independent thing. We did that it as part of Transition Year. That was made with the, with the approval of our school and our teacher. Oh, whoa. Yeah, our teacher was involved in that. Okay, so explain to us the plot of Beware the Horror Ghost. Okay, Beware the Horror Ghost, a short film we, we made in uh, in Transition Year that I, I kind of wrote and directed. Um, and Keen. And Keen. In credited. It's credited. True. Yeah. Um, it was his title, and then I wrote the script. He came up with the, like, the name, and then I made it into like a plot. Uh, the plot of Beware the Horror Ghost, uh, so there's a, there's a ghost... He's in no like way. he's in, there's like an old building, my school, and there's a ghost and he's running around the hallways. He wears a white sheet with his eyes cut out, and he also wears a uh, Obama Biden 08 badge. I didn't even know yeah. that. That's a nice little yeah. Easter egg. He right? um, he's played by Johnny, who we mentioned there. Um, he runs around the halls of the school. He like chases a young man to his death in the opening minutes of the film. Can I just say one of the best shots in the movie? Yeah, is um, there's two men on the ceiling. Yes. But obviously, you know... With the they're vampires. They're vampires they're hanging vampires, from the ceiling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, like, dominoes. Trying to glue the dominoes. Trying to glue the dominoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dominoes and keep falling. So, yeah. So they just turn the camera upside down. 
Why and not? Tried to pretend. Yeah. And then they, you did a cool shot of the feet like mm-hmm. dropping down yeah. uh, when someone walks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was posted on October 31st, 2014. We waited yeah. till Halloween yeah, to Halloween. release it. Yeah. Um, Your least favorite day. True. Mm-hmm. True. Do you hate it more than Valentine's Day? I like Valentine's Day. I have no, I have no oh. problem with Valentine's Day. I've never been particularly unhappy. Like I've never had like a particularly Valentiney Valentine's Day, but mm-hmm. I always find Valentine's Day to be fine. Um, Halloween is like children being allowed out after dark. <laughs> you sound so people old. having people having fun, spooky skeletons, people like going boo. It's awful. I hate it. spiders. Witches, everything mm. I hate comes around at Halloween. But, but I'll tell you, you like Beware the Hargos. Beware the Hargos had a huge, um, I, we, I did a huge marketing push for that. There was like so many posters and graphics. Like it has a Facebook page. Yeah, I know. And um, there's like, I did all these little trailers and it was. It has an IMDb. Has an IMDb, page. yeah, it does with the poster yeah. on it, yeah. Yeah, but it was an official selection for Fresh Fest. So it got, Fresh yeah, so it got screened, so it got screened first at the Galway Junior Film Fla. Uh, it got screened at that and. I was unhappy with how it had been cut by... Well, I didn't edit the original version of it. The original version was edited by uh, this film teacher we had, Vinny O'Sullivan. Shout out to Vinny. The nice you're, guy. You're not really giving him a shout out. You're kind of telling... He's a nice guy. He, his editing is awful. Yes. I know he knows this. So he <laughs> made... I said to Vinny, I said, I will... So the twist in the film, a spoiler alert, the twist is that I, I play Jesus Christ in the film. Okay. Um, I was about to ask, you're listed at the, as the cast... Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out, I was like, oh my god, is he the ghost? Because like, he weren't appearing. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, the ghost is kind of covered, but mm-hmm. he seems to have like dark hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, mm-hmm. Jesus appears. Yeah. Hashtag Jesus lives. Hashtag Jesus lives. So. I saw a post about that on your Facebook, and I was like, I, I didn't Everywhere. think about so Lucian as a <laughs> religious so type so person. I, we had a cross, and I said, why don't I just be Jesus and like save the, the people from the ghost at the end of the film? Now, I. But there's a twist. What's the twist that you're talking about? Is it not that Jesus is actually responsible for it all, or something? No, no, no. Jesus the is the only show? Jesus is the only force more powerful than. We did a commentary. You can you can buy a DVD of *Beware the Horror Ghost*, which has a commentary on it. What, director's commentary. Also, the JL show, two hundred and forty-six. Um, the episode. It's called Jesus Lives. The JL um, show, when we when Jimmy left the show, we retitled it as effectively the Jesus. The JL was intended to stand for Jesus Lives. Oh wow! Okay. The album art in throughout all of 2015, the album art was the hashtag. giant hashtag Jesus lives. Yeah, that's on the the show. Yeah, so the so the yeah. JL basically stood for Jesus lives until the, f- the show finished. But there was a special episode dedicated mm-hmm. to Beware the Horror Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, f- was it a year on or something? And Probably. it starts with um, this a Latin kind of mm-hmm. monologue in yeah, it yeah, yeah. by um, the priest. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a priest who performs an ex- he performs an exorcism on a young girl who's trick or treating. Um, in the chapel of our school. Is we that seen as because trick-or-treaters are evil? Um, it's because she's dressed like Wednesday Adams, and it's sort yeah, of... The priest is crazy, so he mistakes her for, like, a... He mistakes her for, like, a spirit that needs to be possess- that needs to be exercised. I mean, she's perfectly harmless. Um, but you um, talk about... So it's obviously an episode to commemorate the fantastic artwork that is... Beware the horror ghost. Yes. Uh, you talk about a certain individual who might be unwilling to make an appearance due to a certain incident. Sounds very dramatic. What's the date of this? Um, <laughs> I know it's the JL show. A certain individual who may be unwilling because of a certain incident. Yeah. And I was just like, oh no, the cast. This this was dated 
First of May, 2016. Oh, that was Owen Doby. Um, <laughs> almost certainly, I imagine. I know Owen Doby and I, first of May, 2016, we wouldn't have been on speaking terms. So, <laughs> but, he, he had, but he had nothing to do with Don't hold back. <laughs> but no, we weren't talking then. Um, I bullied him and we weren't talking for... Are you just admitting to bullying? Yes, I bullied. I bullied Owen Doby. Oh. Um, you heard it here first. I bullied him. I cyber bullied him. Oh, no. Um, I made fun of him in a group chat in front of a lot of people. Mm. I have apologized many times. And we oh, were, we're supposed to expose you, but you Yeah, you're just, just exposing yeah. yourself. <laughs> 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 you didn't know about this. You were going to say this. Um, and uh, he, we didn't speak for uh, a significant period of our Leaving Cert year, but we uh, made up on the night of the Leaving Cert finished. We made up, and um, we've been friends ever since. And we have cool. him on the line. <laughs> 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 I would like to play a little game okay. where I want you to complete lines of dialogue from Beware the Harrogate. Oh, fantastic. Yes. I'm pretty sure you'll get all of these. I'm sure they're I will. Fairly yeah. They're distinct. I picked okay. out very distinct ones. Okay. Why are there so many... Doorknobs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where we could find a blank or a blank or a blank oh. or something we could kill you with? Oh, interesting. Uh, knife? Yeah. Gun? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> do you know we could find a knife or a gun or a sledgehammer or yeah. something to kill you with? <laughs> 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 That's so funny. Okay. One of my fellow of uh, uh, but Vaz enthusiasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to say vampires. And then yeah, he goes, Vaz enthusiasts. <laughs> I wrote this script. I was very proud of it. I thought it was I really funny. It was funny. I thought too. the doorknobs thing was hilarious. Yeah. We just strewed door doorknobs all down the hallway just to make that line work. <laughs> and we so we had a version of the movie where, um, like, the best catchphrases, but it was sort of like a sh it was like a Rocky Horror style thing where we were trying to get people to interact with the movie. So we'd have like. The, the moment where um, the main the main like protagonist character played by um, David Henley like runs up the stairs and he sees the doorknobs and then we'd have come up on the screen in massive letters like why are there so many and I wanted the whole audience to go why are there so many doorknobs it's an iconic line and but the most iconic line is the opening of the film where you just see the face of um, the the first actor who appears face appears and he just goes oh Jesus I used to get such a big laugh when we showed it twice in cinema. So it got <laughs> it's got screened in the cinema twice. Once in Galway, once in Limerick. Yeah, it's amazing. And both times, the Oh Jesus line at the start would get just like huge laughter. And that, I have never felt more validated. Yeah, what's that yeah. like to have like your... It's incredible. Um, to sit in a cinema and to have people laugh at your shitty screenplay um, is just the most wonderful thing for yourself. That's really cool. Game. Like it's actually just phenomenal. Very like, cool. I would tell anybody to try and get in that position because it's really great. I was pretty disappointed, though, that um, Ebola's art didn't do better. I would love to yeah. see a screening. I want to talk to Filmsoc. Do you know Filmsoc? Film Society? Yeah, oh, I, I heard that they're. I heard they're really corrupt. Didn't their chair have to like quit because he was useless at his job? <laughs> I would like to screen Ebola's art. Filmsoc. Ebola's art colon America's Bravest. Yes. Sorry, I didn't give the full name. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> it starts off on foreign shores. Ebola lurks. <laughs> So basically but what is foreign and what is America when Ebola comes to America? Yes. Yes. There you go. Yeah, this wasn't even part of the game, but you're <laughs> winning. <laughs> um, so basically, it's um, a film about... 
President President Obama. (laughs) So in reality, President Obama did hire a man to be the Ebola czar. So in America, you have like there's an AIDS czar and there's like a fire czar, and these are like government officials who are appointed in charge of. I didn't know there was a backstory, a proper. Oh yeah, yeah. So the government officials are basically put in charge of the federal control of these different like serious issue like emergencies. So there was a guy whose job was the Ebola czar. So this guy I know who used to do a podcast I listened to called Mason DeWitt, who lives in Minneapolis, he had a tweet, which was one of the funniest tweets ever, which was, I am the Ebola czar, all others, fuck yourself. So it was, it was all others, fuck yourself, singular. And that's the funniest tweet you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> that was one, at the time, <laughs> that was like one of the funniest tweets I've ever seen. So I decided to make a short film of that tweet. And and your friend Dobie, wow. who you bullied, but you you mm-hmm. made up with, yeah. um, he's in it. He's the Ebola czar, and he wears like this weird raccoon hat <laughs> and blue surgical gloves, <laughs> and then like a weird like Japanese Cape. gown. Yeah, yeah, Cape yeah, like thing. a Japanese thing. Yeah. And then you have your other friend, who is like the human embodiment of Ebola. Of Ebola. He is Ebola. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he, he comes. He emerges from the sea. With yeah. An umbrella <laughs> shouting. Ebola! Yeah. And then there's that weird kind of scene where he's kind of flying with a tin <laughs> And then Lucian makes a very quick appearance, but he is quickly killed by yeah. the human embodiment of Ebola. Uh, yeah. Um, and then there's there's a line in it that I really like. It's like talking about, is it a coincidence that Obama and Ebola both end with an O? No, they have the same number of syllables and the same number of letters. The yeah. same first and second letter. Yeah, that's sorry. Same last that's the one. Yeah. So, any other comments on Ebola's are? I just uh, no, it's good. It should have been more of a success. I thought it was very funny, but yeah. I mean, Ebola was kind of a sensitive issue at the time. It uh-huh. was killing lots of people. So you say it as if it didn't actually <laughs> happen. Okay, I'll repeat it. <laughs> Ebola was a serious issue at the time. It was killing lots of people. Wow. <laughs> okay, we'll go on to your next big, um, next big movie. It's great. It's like this is your life or something. Yeah. Um, Pablo the Mexican Reindeer. Pablo the Mexican Reindeer, genuine hit. It had, it has currently 5,423 views. Nice. Those are Alice Linehan numbers. Mm, no. Not quite. No. <laughs> well, I'm quite joking. So. <laughs> but it is weird that this is the most successful because it's the one that has... It's not funny. <laughs> it has no script or anything. No, it it's obviously improvise. just all improvised. Oh. Yeah. And it's basically this guy in a reindeer onesie and he gets captured, and then mm. he gets he escapes. And yeah. that's all it is. Yeah, but Pablo the Mexican Reindeer has great is, has great like SEO for some reason. Like people find it on YouTube and watch it. I don't know why. Mm. It's the, the title it works. It's, it's a good title. Mm. Pablo the Mexican Reindeer. So you obviously have like a very extensive CV. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> I mean, these are like yeah, this film. These films are not like I don't want any employers to watch these. You have Beware the Horror Ghost. You do have that available if you look up Lucy and Wall Daily. All the other ones you'd have to know, like... Stitcher you haven't even up. mentioned, yeah. I have Stitcher here. Yeah, yeah, okay. But Stitcher is kind of just like... Stitcher is like harmless. It's like weird action movie sort of thing. Yeah, that was more like we wanted to... Sorry. <laughs> wanted to try and make something decent more than something crazy. I remember when I first became friends with Lucy and he did show me this and he goes... It, it was like from the makers of mm. like Pablo, yeah, yeah, yeah. all these things, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "Oh, can I see them?" And he was like, "No, you're never seeing those. Yeah. They're <laughs> hidden off the internet." Did you unhide them? 
No. Were they always hidden? They were never, they were always findable. Um, you just weren't trying hard enough. I was trying to discourage you from looking, I guess. Yeah. And this show is all about looking. And I just, okay, so I'd like to play a special message from Lucian. <laughs> I don't like the sound of this. A special message from Lucian. A special message from Lucian. I'll get onto it. Do you want me to fill while you find Actually, it? Actually, you know what? I'll just put on a song for now. Okay. This is a Lucian original. <coughs> and <laughs> I hope you enjoy. Johnny, get out of the way. Get out of the way. What on earth? Uh, that's um, that's spinning, James. Um, there's two versions of it. Uh, Can I just have it over the bed? <laughs> James uh, got in a spinny thing um, in uh, at what, Diamond Hill in Connemara and um, spun around and Kean sang that song. We performed that song. And then he did it a second time, like a year later, two years later. They did it a second time when I wasn't there, and they sent it to me. So there's a second version of it too, but that's the good version. Whoever is um, doing the spinning jam, yeah, it's, it's a nice accent. Nice. Yeah, I, like, I it. like it. It's a good like accent. It. He had a great voice. He plays Ebola's or he plays Ebola. Um, no, oh, he, that's Kian. That oh whoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, no, he's good. Fantastic. He's a fantastic actor. Great voice. Great, great performative energy. Wish he'd reply to my texts. <laughs> this is a plea. Um, <laughs> We're calling you out. Um, so I'll go on to another audio clip. Um, I know it's February now, but we're still very much at the start of the new year. And this is Lucian's New Year message <laughs> from 2016. <laughs> I wanted to leave you a nice New Year's message here from the back seat of this vehicle, just like I did last New Year's Eve. Uh, that went down a storm, got a total of zero likes. Very successful video. So I thought I'd drop you another one this year, just saying, Happy New Year. Hope 2016 is better than 2015, because 2015 was not that much better than 2014, uh, which I predicted it would be right this moment last year. So I was wrong last year. I'll probably be wrong again this year, but I'm going to, you know, make a wish that 2016 will be a nice year. As for you, have a nice New Year's Eve, have a nice New Year's Day. And, and, um, may the odds be ever in your favor. I will give any of you 20 euro if you can tell me the music behind that, mm. what no. film it's from. Um, wait, wait, hold on. No. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it Hans Zimmer? No. Well, never mind. That music is from Star Wars The Force Awakens, a film that I'm sure you've both seen. Maybe. Oh, it is. It's yeah, the Ray's, Ray's theme, theme from Star Wars. Speaking of Ray, um, <laughs> not like where this is going. You have a very proud something you're very proud of. Yes, I do. Um, tell us 
he replied to you on Twitter on the... Oh, oh, that. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about a different thing. All right, okay. Oh, that's, that's a different thing? Yeah. He uh, replied to you on the 5th of July, 2014. Oh, Daisy Ridley did. Yeah. Me and Daisy Ridley were mates. Yeah. We're mates. Who's that? She's the, the lead actress in the Star Wars movies currently. Oh, interesting. What did she say? Uh, it was about the World Cup. It was about, like, she's like, loves, loves, uh, she was like, loves me an underdog. Costa Rica did good regardless. Is that the exact tweet? I actually don't have the tweet. All right, that's the basically story. it. Yeah, that's basically the tweet. Um, no, I've got, that's I've had. It's so weird that it was about the World Cup. I know. I, yeah, very things, random. Like, you're so into Philip. I know, it's and funny. Daisy Ridley replied to you about the World it's Cup. It's funny, yeah. There's a, yeah, there's a few famous people I've interacted with on Twitter. Um, Brad Bird retweeted you. And I, I met him last summer as well. Yeah, I mm-hmm. know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Jane Bradbird is the writer, director of The Incredibles movies and, and Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. Yeah. Ratatouille. Uh, James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy, tweeted me once. The bass player from Muse, Chris Worselholm, tweeted me once. Oh well. Um, you, I remember last year you were walking out of college to go meet someone, an animator or a writer or a Brad voice Bird. or something. Brad Bird. It oh. was Brad Bird. That was Brad Bird. I was going to big, find him in the big. Disney store. What does he do again? He made The Incredibles oh. and Ratatouille. Oh. Yes, no, I'm, yes, I bumped into you that day. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. You were very excited. I was. It was <laughs> a great day. I made a friend in the queue to meet him, and uh, we went to see Incredibles 2 together like a month later. Oh, that's very and nice. Me and my friend Michael Donnelly. You mm. look name-dropping, don't you? Yep. <laughs> Why not? These <laughs> are all good people. Okay, we're going to go on to our section, the chicken or the egg. Okay. I've done it in relation to your um, JL podcast shows. Okay. So I want, I want you to decide which... First, I'm going to give you the episode name. Okay. And you're going to have to say which came first. We used to do a fun game on the podcast itself where I would give an episode name and two of the other people on the podcast. Or no, they'd do it to me where they'd give me an episode name and I would try and guess the number. I'd try to remember the number. Okay. So and no. I used you no, and I used to get all of them right, but that was three years ago. Like, I've forgotten most of them now. So I mean, you know, like every release date of every film. I do. I trust that you'll know these. Okay, I will. We'll see. We'll release see. dates, like by the year or by uh, like the by the day, day. by the day. So mostly by the weekend, but wow. by the day most of the time. Yeah, like from the last twelve years, I can give you the release date of almost any Hollywood. Major Seriously. Film. Mm-hmm. Oh my you god. Okay, I don't can't even think of a movie from t- <laughs> any time. Okay, let me think. Uh, like, Get Out. Get Out came out February, I'm going to say February 17th, 2017. When was it? March 17th. Okay. That was one month off. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give you one more. Moonlight? Is that the name? Moonlight in America or Britain? Because there was a big gap. Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Britain, Britain Moonlight came out February, February 22nd, 20... 17? February 17th. February okay. 17th. Yeah. Okay. And America? In America, it came out uh, probably November 12th. You're just. When was October it? October 21st. You're uh, not impressing. Uh, well, even. The podcast when we do it. It's too embarrassing mm, for you. This is yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Steve. I know. I'm sorry. Oh. Anyway, we're going to go on to the chicken of the egg. Let's see how well okay. you know your own podcast. Okay. So, which came first? So many more doorknobs, mm. or the one where the pod's existence is questioned by, by a, a woman. woman. <laughs> and I know what that's referring yeah. to. <laughs> uh, that, the, the pod's existence was questioned by a woman was one of the last episodes we did. That was one of like the final ten episodes in 2016, so that came last. Okay, so, so many doorknobs. So, so many more doorknobs came first. There was about a month in the difference. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh, so I thought... Many more do- 
Interesting. So many more doorknobs. But 6th of February 2016. Oh, really? I would have thought that was from years uh, about a year yeah. earlier. Okay. And the one where the pot's existence is questioned... By, by a, a woman. woman. ...is the 11th of March 2016. Okay. 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 Which came first? And I want to ask you a question about this, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, interstellar, Ebola, Steve, <laughs> Ebola, Steve Jobs, Spectre, Newt, Scamanders... Sex, sex tape. Sykes, strikes back. Yeah. Or Aubergine Surprise. Um, ooh, interesting one. Aubergine Surprise would have been, uh, was like November 2015, and the other one was also November 2015, I think. Uh, so there, I'd say there was only about two weeks between those. I'm going to say that the, no, Aubergine Surprise was not. Aubergine Surprise was October. Aubergine Surprise came first. Yeah, okay. Aubergine Surprise. That was around Halloween, yeah. It was the 24th of October, mm-hmm. 2015. Mm-hmm. And the sex tape one <laughs> was, was November 7th. November 8th. Yes, it was November 7th. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, no, I know why, because it was the one year anniversary of Interstellar coming out. Oh, yeah, that's how I felt Interstellar. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was really surprised about Aubergine Surprise. So, Lucian had a show in. On Florida FM. On Florida FM called Aubergine Surprise. So when I saw that there was an episode number called Aubergine Surprise, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, origin story. Mm-hmm. So go there. So it was just a joke. So Killian and I, my friend Killian Byrne and I used to entertain each other in maths class with a lot of really stupid bits that we do. And I'd just be like, here's something that's funny. And then we just say it in funny voices to entertain each other. And one of those things one day was I was just like, Oh, here's the thing that'll be funny. This, this is going to make us sound like such idiots, but like, we were like 16. I was like, here's the thing that'll be funny is um, put like a word, like come up with a food and then put surprise after <coughs> it and see of the most like disgusting and weird thing you can come up with. So it was like sandwich surprise and like pizza surprise <laughs> and just like picturing these as if they were on a menu. And then, like, the worst one that we could come up with was, like, Aubergine Surprise. I think that's accurate. Like, yeah. it does make you feel uncomfortable. I mm. thought it was going to be something to do with, like, the Aubergine emoji. So so then, yeah. when the show started on Flirt FM, we, our, bra- our graphic was an Aubergine emoji. Uh-huh. And that was our whole thing on the show. It was, like, hot, tasty radio. And it was, like, how we were, like... And then we ate an, a raw Aubergine live on air on our final episode. And there's nice. a video on the Facebook page of me, Shane, Dobie, and Killian eating a raw Aubergine. I thought it was going to be something about, like, unsolicited nudes or something. Aubergine surprise. I mean, basically, yeah, that's kind of what it, that kind of what an aubergine surprise would be. Yeah. Um, I think it should be more standard terminology because I think it's really funny to say. It's really fun to say aubergine surprise. Yeah, it is fun. It's really fun. Like aubergine this surprise. This episode will get an egg there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but I think aubergine surprise, the actual radio show, is my is like <coughs> the podcast radio work I'm proudest of. I was going to ask, what is your? I think those show, those shows are actually really well well done, and I would actually, if anyone ever wanted to, I know no one does, but if anyone ever actually <laughs> wanted to hear anything I've done before in radio, that's the one I'd point them to, because um, it's actually really well produced, and I'm very proud of it. And I think those are like really entertaining shows because we had a, one hour a week to do them, so we. I were, remember I listened to an episode. We kept the standard up really yeah, high, and they were fun, and we had music, and we had little games we do, and I was very proud of those shows. So. Final, the chicken or the egg. The easiest ways to steal shoes. Yes. <laughs> which I really love. Like, what is the easiest way to steal shoes? Uh, that was a Johnny thing. That was a thing Johnny said. Uh, so I can't remember because I didn't say it. And only things that I say stay in my memory because yeah, I'm cause most important. Self-absorbed, I'm important. Self-absorbed. It was something funny that Johnny said. Johnny was like, that's the easiest way to steal shoes. So <laughs> listen to the episode. You'll find out. Okay. Or black custard. <laughs> black custard's a good one. Um, what, are, what does black custard refer to? Black custard. Oh, wow. 
Black Custard was a um, metal band I was in. Me and my friend, a uh, female friend, when we were like, I guess like 11. What? Lucian had a female friend? Prior to, sec- <laughs> prior to secondary school, I had female friends. Uh, my female friend, I was 11. It's relevant that she was a female friend because it, it changes the tone of what Black Custard was. It okay. wasn't like aggressive male angst. It was like ironic, sort of feminine, fem- feminine angst. Because it was me as an 11-year-old who talked like this and <laughs> whatever. So um, we just – it was like a screamy thing where we just, like, yell the songs in the most obnoxious <coughs> screech we could. And we'd swear a lot. And we'd – they were quite um, – they were quite, like, onanistic and scatological and were quite – they were focused on, like, nasty topics and uh, – there was a few songs, and they, we had a little album. And on Are that, they ep- available online? that episode of the Jail Show, I played them all the way through. Oh no! Why did yeah. they play? Oh. Uh, th- we played them all the way through. And there's another episode of the Jail Show called Antibacteria, where we play my. Have you got Antibacteria no. coming up? Oh my god! No. You've missed a lot today, Gemma. They are 250 <laughs> episodes. Oh, but this this is pre Jail Show. So me and my friend, me and my friend, me and my friend Daniel, when we were nine, we had a band called Antibacteria. The two of us. We How re- many bands have you been in? Two. Antibacteria and Black Custard. So Antibacteria, our songs were all about, like, the environment and cleanliness. They were, like, cleanliness songs. So the songs, some of the song titles are, like, Litterbug, Wear Your Shoes, Wash Your Hands. uh, And then there's, like, some that are kind of irrelevant. There's one called Rockstar Pudding. And it's just the two of us shouting. Like, there's no... (laughs) Occasionally, I'll play the guitar. We were very committed to the idea of auditioning for the All-Ireland Talent Show. They were coming to Galway for regional auditions, and Dahi O'Shea was going to be the chair of the panel. And we were like, we're going to go on. We're going to be so funny. You see, Alice was going to do that, but she decided that she didn't want to be yeah. on a talent show. Mm. Just because I didn't want to be kept in only by fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's I was like, fair. that's not, that's not the way to go, yeah, you know? Look, we have two. We exactly. <laughs> we should collab. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we decided not to do that because my parents... Permit, prohibited it. Um, I was g- no, I was going to ask. I was like, did your parents know about all of this angry oh. screaming? Oh, they knew about the angry screaming. They were just like, you're not, not going. Nice you're not topics. going on the All Ireland Talent Show. But <laughs> thank your parents for that. Yes. Although they loved the All, or no, they loved. No, they liked the show. They just didn't. Win- they didn't want me on it. But Antibacteria um, was actually pretty good, and we played all those on the Jail Show too. And those songs are actually very funny. Um, so that, that's all available. Like those songs were on SoundCloud, and then one day Doby said it to our career guidance teacher in the computer room he goes Mr. Uh, how does Doby talk Doby talks like this <laughs> goes, Mr. Regan uh, Lucian was in a band called Antibacteria you should listen to the song so Mr. Regan goes on his computer and we can see on the big screen and he starts looking up Antibacteria on SoundCloud and as he's scrolling down I go on and I delete the entire thing and it just disappears in front of him oh, and he was amazing. like oh no <laughs> so <laughs> you know, well, I guess we'll play some of those songs coming up on the show okay um, if you can try and get them yeah I'm for now, we're going to discuss your student council campaign. Okay. So you were quite the campaigner. and um, The biggest campaign Colossia has ever seen? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You had... See, the ones you have in your Instagram, I don't think are the ones... The Facebook page, Councillor Lucy and WD. That's where all the juice is. Oh, that's where all the juice mm-hmm. is. Facebook well, page. On your... I'm talking about hashtag Lucy in 2015. Yes. That's, that's a big campaign. That's the campaign I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah. So your tagline was um, simple problems, simple solutions. Mm. You had a better one. The main tagline was out with the old and with the loo. That Mm -hmm. was the main one. Simple problems, problems, simple solutions was like a kind of a a normie one that I picked up later on. You had um, 
Am I right in thinking that you had a smear campaign? Uh, so, if uh, which one are you referring to, Rey Mysterio? Yeah. So Rey Mysterio is a wrestler. Wrestler. I was big into wrestling. Back so, in the day. Okay. So some guys, some friends of mine, like friends, like not my close friends, like guys I was friends with. They um they started like a joke student council campaign. It was like kind of a parody of mine, like because I was going so big on it. They were like, <laughs> we're gonna do a joke campaign for. Do you ha- are you saying they're your friends just so it doesn't seem like you're bullied? No, no. They're still like the people I'm still friends with. Like. Okay, this okay. is like Jake Turner and Kieran Scully did this. They were like, they started this Ray Mysterio campaign. They put up posters everywhere, like vote Ray for student council. The vice principal took down the Ray Mysterio posters. She was like, it's not. You, you need to take this more seriously, lads. And I was like, that's unacceptable. They're allowed to put up Ray Mysterio posters if they want to. <laughs> so I I put up my own posters. And they said, do th- not trust Ray Mysterio. On March 20th, 2015, he was responsible for the death of Pero... <laughs> I can't pronounce that, you can do Spanish. Uh. Pero Aguayo Jr. And is currently facing manslaughter charges. Do you want this man to be responsible for negotiating an important student affairs? <laughs> Make the right choice. <laughs> so I was like, I was an anti-Ray Mysterio candidate, but... I also wanted to defend Rey Mysterio's right to run for student council. Okay, so, so you believe in democracy. Yes. So when the vice principal took down the posters for Rey Mysterio, I launched my own little mini campaign. In, within my Lucian 2015 year, I had little mini campaigns. There was one called Hashtag No Locky the Doors, which was trying to get them to keep open the bathroom doors at, uh, during class time because they started locking the boys' bathroom doors but not the girls' bathroom doors. They do that in school. Which I thought was unacceptable. Wait, what? I got them to stop. I got them to stop. Like That was my number one success as a student yeah, counselor. What they the boys were going in the, and um, during class only time. Open yeah. The toilets uh, in break time. Mm-hmm. Why to stop people going during class or? Mm-hmm. It was to prevent masturbation, I guess. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. Like, I don't know why they did it. I mean, obviously you can't. You couldn't get away with doing it for girls. But like, I thought it was really unfair. I thought the boys' bathroom doors shouldn't be locked. Uh-huh. No, I don't and no. I, so I got a letter from the um, Irish Secondary School Students Union saying that it was, I wrote to them, and I said, is this legal for them to lock the bathroom doors? And they got back to me with the exact rules of, of, of how many bathrooms need to be available in a secondary school for male students. And I got that letter, printed it out, went into the principal's office, put it down on her desk. The next day, the bathroom doors were open permanently, and they were never locked again. You are such an interesting person. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like, I don't know. I could. I feel like I could just listen to you talk about your life for ages. Like, I'm just sitting here like, I do wow. Every single day. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> interesting. Um, like, we also had hashtag I stand with Ray. I stand with Ray. So I contacted Joseph McCall, formerly Eurovision, Irish Eurovision representative with his sister Donna. Donna and Joe, they won Eurostar, they were in Eurovision, and then Joseph was on X Factor two years ago. He got to, like, judges' houses, I think. And uh, I got him to... He was on X Factor. No, he was on X Factor while this was happening. And uh, I added him on Snapchat, and I sent him a message on Snapchat, because he seemed to be doing a lot of shout-outs and stuff. I messaged him. I said, yo, we're doing this campaign. Would you mind uh, sending me a video where you, 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 like, claim your support for the I Stand With Ray campaign? And uh, he did. Um, he did, and uh, we have this video of him going, guess who stands with Ray? I stand with Ray. And uh, and I put that up on all the social media and uh, showed it to the vice principal, and uh, she she let them put up their Ray Mysterio posters. This is amazing. Um, you also just had like, Student activism like, and uh, activism uh, action. Let's, uh, oh, this was the start of, was this the start of um, Revolutionary? 
Uh, no, that was er- that came earlier, yeah. But I used that pun in the campaign. Let's start something yeah. revolutionary. Yeah, because yeah, that's your Twitter name. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, you put you put so much effort into this campaign. Oh, yes. And then, <laughs> on October 12th, mm-hmm. 2016. Yeah. 2015, sorry. Yeah. Hashtag Lucy in 2015. Yes. Excellent news. <laughs> Along with blah, 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 blah. Oh, well, blah, William, blah, is, blah. William is one of those. Oh, I met William in Workman's. Okay. <laughs> um, I have been appointed, appointed to Plasha Enda Student Council. No election was held <laughs> due to the small number of candidates in oh both court here and leaving soon. Yep. But thanks to everyone who supported my campaign. Hashtag Lucy in 2015. Hashtag no locking the doors. Hashtag I stand with Ray. Now, Amazing. I did not get a single vote. However... <laughs> It was clear from polls done on the ground that had an election been held, I would have, I would have been elected. I mean, I think anyone, no anyone who puts well, that amount of work into a campaign, I feel like you're just going to be like, yeah, he can do it. <laughs> in school, me and Alex both went to student council. Yeah, we both got it. yeah. Um, I went every single year, bar sixth year. I, I went one year, I think. Years. I didn't get it until until sixth year. I until went for it in TY. And I ran I every year and it. didn't get it. Um, um, until and I ran it. was it. like, yay, finally people have given up and mm-hmm. there's going to be no election held. Yeah, yeah. No, I, just, <laughs> I went full in on it. the campaign that year. Yeah, did you, you did. want the election to happen or were you satisfied enough just to get no, on? No, I was very annoyed, very annoyed. Yeah, I can imagine. Because I, I wanted to get more votes than anybody else. <laughs> that was the important thing to me. <laughs> and we didn't get to make speeches either. I, was, oh. I wanted to make a speech in front of the year. Yeah. I had all this shouting stuff I was going to do, like... You dare locky the doors. No, locky the doors, you know. And I never got to do that. So my campaign was all basically online and on posters. But my video, my campaign video, got around 1.8 thousand views on Facebook, which is funny because there was only 100 people able to vote for me. (laughs) So it was, like, vastly disproportionate to the number of voters. And people were coming up to me and... Um, bars in Galway City for like a year after saying you're that loser with the video for student council. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone else have like a campaign? Uh, yeah, uh, this guy Piotr, who is a DCU student, um, he's currently on a year abroad in Japan. Uh, oh, he, I met Piotr. You well. met Piotr. He was on the student council with me, and he also ran a campaign. Um, oh. His weird tactic was to only advertise his initials on the posters. He did not have his Very name. Confusing. He had his. He didn't <laughs> have his name in any of the posters. He said people would be biased against him because he had a Polish name. Oh. So his posters had his policies and then vote number one PS, oh. which I find I found to be quite a bizarre way to run a political campaign. It's sad that he had to think about that though. That like people <laughs> yeah. won't vote for him because he's a Polish name. I don't think that was true at all because there had been a Polish girl on the student council for two years. So I don't think that, that was true. Um, so I don't know why he did that. But he got on the student council and we had a very good, successful year. We got loads done. We got a lot done. We got picnic benches installed, the bathroom doors unlocked. We had an LGBT society set up. Uh, we didn't get a water fountain, but we got a lot of stuff done. Mm. I was very happy. Do you think SMCN will ever get an LGBT society? I think I believe they tried to have a diversity week where there was going to be a rainbow as the logo and they were made to change it. We were because it was too gay. No, they were like called diversity week, but they weren't allowed to have a rainbow. Oh, we—that's unbelievable. Like, we, and we it's very funny because last night I was in the George and I met two girls in the queue, and I was chatting to them. And they were like, "Where are you from?" And I was like, "Nace." And they were like, "Oh, there's that one all-girls convent school in Nace where everyone's gay." Mm. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I went to that school." And they weren't allowed to have a rainbow. 
Yeah, yeah that's awful. Right we had we did have a rainbow, and we we one of the girls in the student council wanted to have like a gender umbrella like display in the main hall. I think they were they kind of choo shooed that idea, but that was that was three or four years ago. So I'd say they've probably gotten even better now. Like my school's good for stuff. My school's good. I like my school. Yeah, I've been to your school. You have? Oh, just outside the gate. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're gonna go on to uh, guest group. Yeah. Yeah. Think? Yeah. Go for it. So, Lucian, have you found any dirt on us? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, one or two things. I've got a poem that Gemma wrote called Your Life by Gemma. What? Oh, the shock on her face <coughs> is not good. This is a poem by Gemma Robotham. And I have to support him, I guess. Sexy failure. And good night, you cruel mistress. Oh, yeah. Honey and lemon, a miracle cure. For me and this was at the bottom, Maguire cup on the cliffs of Moher. Gemma Longbottom, Gemma Hamsbottom, says meme like mem, shame her, is a strangely positive thought to do. This is communications. Fall asleep on the Friday night. We retweet it for opposite reasons. Tea sounds like a good idea, right? Oh, that's nice. That's pretty good. Yeah. Do you know what that's from, Alice? <laughs> do I know what that's from? Yeah. Is that your, tw- your Twitter one that they make up for you? Yeah, you mm-hmm. put in your Twitter and it makes a poem for you. The funny thing was, my friend at the time... Everyone thought that it was a real one. Thought it was a real poem. Like, that's the most embarrassing thing uh, ever uh, that uh, people uh. would think that that... Well, when he was reading it there, I was like, I don't get this at all, but I don't get anything, so it's fine. my fake description of it. I don't have that. I only downloaded the poem. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, so, uh, I found a tweet from Alice from oh. 11th of August, 2012. Uh, 12.26, where you say, love the movie, LOL, I want a Kyle. Oh, Now, yeah. I... Actually, just this second might have figured out what this means. But I... Wait, is this a tweet about a movie called LOL? Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> I went to so much effort trying to figure out what movie you were talking about. I, oh, going through calls every every, every day. Week. Okay, so yeah. I thought... It was literally like... It was like every day. Uh, there was a phase where it was every day, okay. and then it would go to like once a week, twice a week. Until yeah. this very moment, I did I forgot that there was indeed a film called LOL. Yeah. And I thought that you were just saying, love the movie, I want a Kyle. And I was like... Mm-hmm. Who is Kyle? No, I thought, what movie is it? Uh-huh. So I went and I found the box office from the weekend of 11th of August 2012 to try and find out what films were in cinema in Ireland. And I was going to interrogate you on which one you'd seen and which one had a character called Kyle. Uh-huh. I realized now this was a complete waste of time. It's okay. <laughs> but listen... Because like Step Up Revolution was out. Oh, I loved the Step Ups. That seems like something you'd love. Magic yeah. Mike was out. Oh, I love Channing Tatum. Um, <laughs> like, this seemed like one of those films could have been, like, a thing you'd seen. Yeah. Um, your only issue there is that I don't really go to the cinema. Yeah, that's fair. But you might have gone once. That's yeah. what you tweeted about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've also... Yeah, I've started recently, but, like, that's a very recent thing that I go to the cinema. It's pretty much exclusively to see gay things, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> don't way. waste my time on anything else. We've also got a tweet from uh, May 2014 where you say, why can't you buy boys on eBay yet? Oh, yikes. That's so funny that that was coming from me, I think. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. You probably could buy boys on eBay. I don't know. Maybe. Um, oh, yeah, I obviously just didn't look hard enough. Guys, I think for my junior cert art project, I'm making my theme homelessness. OMG, what is this? Why am I doing this to myself? How did that turn out? Did you do that in the end? Oh God, I don't know. My no, I think I think I did like gangs. Or my, like gangsters. My, my, or ju- my junior cinema project was on clocks. Clocks. Yeah. I feel like I saw so many junior cinema art projects on clocks. Yeah, me too. So but many, homelessness, so like, come on, clocks. any sort of art project, photo- photography project, anything like that, people are always like How homelessness. Yeah, really 
yeah, really like mm, deep. Like health. I don't know. I didn't do that in the end. I did like gang crime or something, or okay. like gang something like that. Lucian, I have a few tweets that I want to actually ask you about. Oh, go go for but it. But do you have anything else? Uh, I only have one more from Gemma, which says, "Teachers got talent." Supplied all the cringiness I can handle for the whole of next year, and now I want to know something about teachers got talent. I think okay. I think teachers got talent was something that they did over the intercom. <laughs> Oh, I was Where? thinking of the YouTube video of them all, of all the men teachers dressed up as women. They That's what like, came to mind. Wow, what a weird school. <laughs> I don't know. I think I well, all the girls are gay, and all of the male teachers dressed up as women. <laughs> this sounds like but they maybe won't, there's a they won't let us have a rainbow. Though. Yeah, they wanted to have a rainbow. <laughs> yeah, Who made that decision? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like was it around December? Uh, it was on yeah, twenty third December. Okay, around December we'd have a special week for St Vincent de Paul where it was just really fun, actually. We raised so much money every year. And there'd be, like, um, Christmas carols um, played over the intercom at lunchtime. Mm -hmm. And I think for one lunchtime, they did, like, Teachers Got Talent, where the teachers sang carols over the intercom. Okay. Well, we had our school talent show for the students, and in the breaks between where they were, like, counting the votes or whenever, they'd play the teachers, a teacher singing a pop song um, over the uh, recording, and we'd have to guess what teacher was singing it. So somewhere there is a recording of my English teacher and my art teacher duetting on Perfect Day by Lou Reed, and I want that recording so desperately. But I've never been able to get my hands on it. Someday, I believe in you. schools are actually kind of fun. Schools rule. They're better than colleges. I'll always say this, and I kind of want to be a teacher. Question, though. I had this also discussion with the same girls in the queue for the George last night. Did your school have a phantom shitter? Phantom (laughs) shitter? (laughs) Yeah. It's a thing. I think all my school mercy schools are particularly. Someone bad. poos on the ground. But no, this girl actually was just telling me about. There her were brother m- boys in my school, so there was much worse things. Like. Yeah, but yeah, the girl last night she told me that there was a purposeful phantom shitter who would shit. Who would just do oh. every single day and put a new photo of a celebrity. Ah, <laughs> I like that. That's I like so that. weird. Wait, you guys, in, you guys at urinals? No, we didn't. No, this is yeah, different yeah. school. Okay. But our school, um, one day a girl came back from maths and she looked scarred mm-hmm. and everyone was like, what happened? And basically she was like, there's a shit on the floor. And it was just beside the toilet. It was in the cubicle. It was mm. just beside the toilet. Did no you go see it? Head. No, I didn't. No, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah, okay. Now, Alice, what tweets did you yeah. have? Yeah, okay. The one that I have in bold because... You've just, you've really hit a nerve with me here. Ha 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 Exclamation mark. JLS are releasing a greatest hits collection. They were together for what? Three or four years? It must be an EP. Correction. They were together from 2007 till 2012 or 13? 13, I think. 13. And I tweeted that when? 2013? Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, it must have been 2013 yeah. when they were okay. breaking up. Um, I retract that comment. JLS have many a bop, yeah. and definitely enough to fill to fill like a small greatest, greatest hits collection. Hits, yeah. Not not a, not an ABBA size one, but a, a, an eleven or twelve track. To be honest, their greatest I didn't like their greatest hits album because it was literally just all of their singles mm. on like one disc, yeah. and then all of the B sides for the single on an, on another oh disc. Right. Yeah, okay. I feel, or maybe I'm completely yeah, wrong, yeah, yeah. but okay, that's what I no, I, apolo- anyway. I apologize. But you've all you also redeemed yourself because <laughs> um, oh, you put up a status on Facebook Girls Aloud are reuniting, how exciting and I loved Girls Aloud <laughs> I 
I never really liked Girls Aloud that much. I think that was just me trying to be part of the part of the hype conversation. Oh. Like Girls Aloud are fine. I have no beef with them. They have like three great songs. Do you have a favorite? Um, Sound of the Underground. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite that's Girls Aloud song. That's a good one. Um, I like Girls Aloud. I I don't love them. I never would have been that excited they were reuniting. It just seemed like a significant yeah. event, and I was like very much like into listening to BBC Radio One at that time yeah. in my life. So anything that they hyped up a lot, I would have been like, oh god, my god, Girls yeah. Aloud, like that seemed exciting to me. The only reason I liked Girls Aloud was because of Cheryl Cole. Yeah, no, I I like Cheryl Cole's solo music a lot. Like I like her first like Three Words is a great album. I like it. Yeah, it's really good. Everyone hates Cheryl Cole though. Three words rules. Mm. It was like um, I believe it's Cheryl. Cheryl. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're not supposed well, she, to. For a while, Cheryl. she was Cheryl Fernandez Versini. Versini, yeah. Because I have a friend called Versini, and it was really funny that there was suddenly like a British pop singer with yeah. that name. She just ca- she can't break away from Cheryl Cole. It's too iconic. Yeah. She, but three words has like a number of really good songs. Mm-hmm. I remember when that came out, and, and uh, there was like a magazine cover of her like dripping wet. Yeah. Uh, in the rain, and I was like, oh, Cheryl Cole is such like a cool pop artist. Um, I was ten. Forgive me. Mm. It's okay. I wrote her a letter and tried to get her to email oh, me. Oh, never so mind. Okay. I don't yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, like, put my email in the letter, and I was like, please reply to me via email. That's <laughs> funny you didn't just email her. Do you email her as well? well it's I don't have her email. Address. I don't have Cheryl Cole's email address. Uh, okay. I thought she'd have some fan mail thing. No. I just tried to send fan mail to their office or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Promise by Girls Aloud is, is frequently on the rotation in, in our Londis work playlist. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You also, another music reference, um, for I think you commented on, I don't know, maybe you emailed, oh, you emailed to Paramore Cast. Uh-huh. Finally, a really good podcast about Paramore. I loved the pilot. Please, please, please do more episodes. Love a devoted pa- Paramore Cast fan. Leeson from Ireland. Yeah, the Paramore cast was really good. It was a really good Paramore podcast. It's like the yeah, only... How pa- much can you discuss yeah. about Paramore? Oh, you can discuss a lot about Paramore. They yeah, were into like fans. upcoming tour dates, when the al- when Brand New Eyes was going to come out, when the first signal was going to come out, dating lives of Hayley Williams and the boys. I mean, it, Paramore are like really gossipy because they're always... The lineup's always changing because they're always having falling outs and stuff. So, like, Paramore mm-hmm. is actually one of, like, a really good band to talk about in the podcast because there's always gossip. There's okay. always news, like... Uh, one last thing that I want to ask you about really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. You had a tweet. I'm 3,000 words into my novel that I'm writing and my mind is exploding with ideas for the rest of the book. Did you ever No, I, I think that's... I never wrote a word after that tweet was sent. Um, really? <laughs> three, uh, you got 3,000 words in. That um, was like a film idea and then I realized I couldn't make an expensive sci-fi film so I decided to do it as a novel. Um, it was mm-hmm. called Immersion people pointed out was like made it sound like it was about the immersion heating <laughs> the immersion. i thought uh, it was meant to be about like a cool it was like a cool sort of like going inside the mind movie but um i realized that like immersion was not a good title um, i had i had like, i had like a film i had the film all cast like i made up posters for it i had like all these actors oh chosen for different roles like gonna star josh holloway and uh yeah it was really good but what could have been what could have been um well i think we'll We'll leave it there, and we'll play some Black Custard Fun. I am going to have to put on the last podcast. Uh, I don't think you're going to find them, Gemma. I thought you said they were true. They're at the end. Like They'll be at the end. Okay. Go to the last like seven minutes. I will do. Are we going to um, give him our little send-off? Yeah. Lucy and Wild Daily. You have been stalked. <laughs> whoa! Whoa, 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 what? <laughs>